You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice podcast. This is episode 59, Busyness is a Mental Construct. My name is Jillian Faldbo, and I am the business and life coach for biofield tuning practitioners who want to turn their practice into an aligned career that points toward freedom, fulfillment, and flexibility. This is Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. Hi, Tuner. I'm glad to be back with you. I took a planned staycation last week and really enjoyed my time off. Um, but I miss connecting with you. It feels like it's actually been way longer than a week. Um, we went camping on the Oregon coast and it was beautiful. That was our first time there. We went to a place called Pacific City and specifically Cape Kiwanda. Um, and like I said, it was gorgeous. Also on the time off, I completed a six mile hike as well as a seven mile hike, both with the dogs and uh, family and friends. And we had our German short haired pointer on a leash the whole time because that was the park rules. And I don't think I'm going to do that again. <laughs> that was terrible. He just pulls so much. So there's this guy in Bend who makes scooters that, uh, that, they're called dog powered scooters. And I think that's actually his website, dogpoweredscooters.com. And I am really considering getting one of those because Cooper loves to pull. And if he can just scoot me around town, that would be amazing. What else? Uh, we finished weeding our front yard, which always feels like a big task. But once I get going, I love it. I find it very meditative. Um, and sometimes it's even hard to stop to, you know, do change into the next you know, task or whatever. Um, I also received the last part of the ancestral series that I started with Penny, Penny Murray. And um, so much in me has lit up since then. And I just feel so much more like myself. I did, there are like parts of myself that I didn't even realize were really missing. So I gotta say life is pretty dang good right now. There, I know that there's also part of life that's not great right now. And I just want to let you know that the world needs you more than ever. There is so much suffering in the world right now. And not that we're like going to completely eliminate suffering, um, right? It's kind of part of the human condition, but we can sure help. We can support people in the ways that um, that feel aligned to us. So just know that, that there's people out there, you know, needing your help. They're, they're, um, they're seeking help. They're seeking support and you are the perfect person for them. If you get my better Mondays emails, you'll know what we're covering today. If you don't get those emails, what's happening? What are you doing? <laughs> no, really though. I think you'd love them because each Monday I send out a brief email with some inspiration for your business and your life with some questions to ponder. Um, and, uh, in them are little lessons. And I get feedback all the time that the lessons are so timely and um, really spark some thought. So if you're not getting those and you want to, go to jillianfaldmo.com 
and sign up to receive the free mini training on the three misconceptions that get in the way of growing your practice. Um, It's a little pop-up that comes up. And not only will you get access to that training, but you'll automatically start receiving the Better Mondays lessons in your inbox each, each week. All right. So the topic for today is busyness. Busyness is a mental construct. And by now, you already have some familiarity with this, especially if you've been practicing using the biofield tuning anatomy map. Um, we can find busyness on the right side of the root chakra, and it often will feel like chaotic energy sort of buzzing about, or, you, you know, you, you notice the, um, the incoherence of it there, and it just feels like busy energy, right? And it's such a common pattern. And uh, what I've discovered is that by the language we use to describe our day and our life, we can continue to perpetuate that busyness. So within the last couple of years, I almost eliminated the word busy out of my vocabulary. And I want to invite you to do the same. And here's why. I was noticing that it became my go-to word to describe my work, to describe my life and my day. When someone would ask me how I was doing, I'd say, I'm busy but good. When they would ask how work was going, I'd say, busy, but good. How was your day? Uh, Busy, but good. (laughs) But I started to notice, even though I was saying, but good, I started to notice how I felt when I said busy. And I think I had to like compensate for the, but good. When I said busy, I felt terrible. I didn't feel productive. I said busy and what that sort of evoked in me was feeling chaotic, tired, run down, and not vibrant or happy. And I noticed how I behaved during my day when I was playing out that story because each time I would say busy, I would evoke those those things in me, those emotions and that state of being. And I would continue to perpetuate that state of being by not being intentional, um, just reacting to life haphazardly, putting other people's needs ahead of my own, saying yes when I mean no, not paying attention to what I was eating, overfilling my schedule, (laughs) and the list goes on, including like not – I wasn't being patient with my family. Everything just sort of frustrated me. Right. And I never really felt like I was recovering and rejuvenating, and I was in a constant state of burnout. What I realized is that I kept affirming it over and over again with my words. And as you know, words are so powerful. So once I understood that, I started to catch myself right before I said it. And I found that even changing my language from busy to full, like, my schedule wasn't busy or my day wasn't busy, my day was full. It made a huge difference. So it's kind of like the difference between being stuffed and full after eating a meal. Like when I say I'm stuffed, I'm like, I'm stuffed. (laughs) When I say I'm full, I'm like, I'm full. Like that's good, satisfied, right? When I started practicing this subtle shift from busy to full, I went from feeling chaotic to feeling more intentional and satisfied with my life. 
And from that place, I actually started being more intentional and consciously making decisions based on what felt like priorities and what felt like was in alignment with me and not based on my knee-jerk responses, not based on guilt, not based on fatigue and overwhelm, not based on frustration, those things. And that is what I continue to perpetuate now, making conscious decisions and being intentional. And honestly, my friend, it does not matter what's actually in your schedule and what's going on in your life. What matters is what you tell yourself and others about it because that is what you will continue to perpetuate. So when you look at your day, your week, your month, there are a couple things I invite you to think about. One of them being along the lines of what I just said, that if you were to like take your day and plot it out like in a planner and look at it, it doesn't matter what's in it. It doesn't matter like how back-to-back things are. Busyness is not Like, it's not a fact. Like, you don't have to think of your day as busy. That's optional. It's not the truth, right? You can make it the truth if you want to, but it's it's a choice. It's optional. You can think, um, oh, wow, my day is full. You can think, I've chosen this. And that's actually the second thing that I want to invite you to think about, that everything that is plugged into your calendar and also everything that's not plugged into your calendar, the things that you agree to or commit to or say yes to on a whim, are all choices. That's right. They're choices. Getting the kids to school is a choice. Taking care of your elderly mother is a choice. A choice that you make because you want to. Right? Getting the kids to school, you want them to have an education. Taking care of your elderly mother, you want to be a part of her care in some way. Or you don't want to spend the money on hiring someone else to care for her, right? Making dinner is a choice, a choice that you make because you want to eat. And sometimes the things in our day we choose because we'd rather do them than say no, then have confrontation, then have to explain why we don't want to do it. So take note of that and own it. Take accountability. Your schedule is never beyond your control, ever. (laughs) If there's anything in your life that you're filling your time with that isn't aligned with who or what you want to be, maybe it's time to let it go. I have a few clients right now who have shifted responsibilities to their spouses or children so they can create more time to do what feels aligned to them. And they didn't really see this as an option before. You know, it just, they were in this pattern of like either always making dinner or taking the kids to school or whatever it was. And so when we started to talk about where can they start to take some responsibility in their lives? Like maybe you don't have to completely give up making dinner, but like what if one day a week your daughter makes dinner? 
Does she have the skills? Is she able to do that? Yeah, okay. Right? And then it op- it opens up so much more space to serve others with the amazing tools that you have and more time for self-care and more actual uh, genuine quality time with your loved ones. You know, when we're telling ourselves that we're busy, it's often like, I'm too busy to be present in this moment with you, right? That's sort of indirectly what we're saying, right? So let go of the things filling your time that aren't aligned with who you want to be. And this is something that, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. Something to kind of like ponder and chip away at. Um, so those two things that I invite you to think about are that, you know, busyness is just something you tell yourself. It's something that you continue to perpetuate. It's not a fact. It's not true. But we can make it true <laughs> by playing it out. And the second thing is that everything that that you choose to do, everything that's plugged into your calendar is a choice. Okay? Now, I want us to understand that the pattern of busyness most often originates from a survival need, right? If you think about it, our ancestors stayed busy so that they could survive. They had to. They were. They always had to be thinking about the next thing, the next meal, um, the next, you know, paycheck or whatever it was. Um, and for most of us, that is not a necessary pattern anymore. So I want you to ask yourself, you know, if busyness is something that you can relate to, I want you to ask yourself, how does it serve me? If the answer is that it doesn't, then maybe it's time to let it go. And it's easier said than done. I mean, even in today's society, right? If you're not busy, then you're not productive. (laughs) That's the message that we're taught over and over again. But there is a new way. There is a way to be productive without being busy. And that's being intentional. So if your day is busy and you want to describe it like that, go ahead, right? Like I'm not telling you to completely eliminate it. I haven't completely eliminated it. I've mostly eliminated it. (laughs) So go ahead and describe it like that if you want to. But pay attention to when you're just saying it out of habit. Because it's just something you've always said, or if it's something that, um, you know, has just been a pattern, just notice, notice it and notice how it makes you feel. I hope this is helpful. May you have a beautiful and bright and full week ahead. I'll see you next time. If you are loving these podcast episodes, This is the time to start applying these tools to your business and your practice. Consider joining the Grow a Thriving Practice coaching program where you can work on these skills with tailored and individualized support. You'll be a part of a growing and thriving community of thriving practitioners. To learn more, visit JillianFaldmo.com. That's Jillian with a J, 
Faldmo, F-A-L-D-M-O dot com. Thank you.